The time is now. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the 12th episode of The Sweet Peaceful. My name is Kelton Burns. I'm your host. Today, I'm joined by the singular Alex Curtis. The singular, that's me. And the duel, Devin Luna. Yeah, I got I got sides to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about some video games, an anime, uh, two movies, two songs, and of course the Instagram popularity poll at the end. So yeah, let's get into it, boys. I'm going to tell you guys the seven money secrets every married couple should know right now. Oh, oh, okay. According to thepennyhoarder.com. Oh, shit. Number one, give your spouse one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with that, dude. I mean, do I even have to say check? <laughs> done and done, dude. Dude, if you give them one million dollars, your whole family's set. Set. Number two, create a fun account. Fun account. Does that mean like a savings account that just specifies It's like a for savings fun? account, but for fun stuff. Yeah. This is just have a that's like my bank account. I have account. a fun account right now, dude. Yeah, it's just my bank account. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this is assuming that people don't just automatically spend their money on fun shit when they All my money it. is fun money, bro. Number three, <laughs> put $1 in the stock market. If you notice, take a look at the Forbes richest people list and you'll notice all of the billionaires have one thing in company in common. They own another company. Uh, well, it's a good thing I was planning on just picking up a couple companies next week. Yeah, dude. I mean, with this COVID shit going on, <laughs> stocks are going down. You buy them up, and then all of a sudden, boom, bing, bang, boom. I'm a businessman. Bing, man. bang, boom. Bing, you're bing, a, you're bing, a company bang, owner. Bing, bang, you bang, boom. I'm a businessman. Well, this leads us right into number four. Let this company get rid of all your credit card debt. Easy. Dang. My credit card debt is low. This company's paying for itself. Yeah, I don't actually have a credit card, so this company is just already doing me a huge, huge service. I'm a businessman. Number man. five. Number five, don't waste hundreds on homeowner's insurance. Hell no, dude. I played my fair share of Monopoly, okay? I don't even have car insurance, been, dude. Who the fuck <laughs> thinks I'm going to get homeowner's six, insurance? Six, cancel that car insurance. Have trust in yourself. Yeah! If you Lit, have the confidence man, well, that you're not going to crash or get pulled over, I mean, you're fine. In most places, I've, I've been it's pulled over up, a couple times without. In most places, it's straight up illegal not to have it. So you've probably accepted that you're gonna have to pay for it, but you don't have to. Just go without it. Seven. Yeah, that's what I do. Seven. That's just Make sketchy. a budget. Make a budget. Yeah. Wow. Back on the so other after... one, dude. I got pulled over without <laughs> insurance one time, and it was like yeah. two hundred dollars more than with insurance. And then I, I had to go to the court and get it like knocked down. Fuck that shit. Here's how this budget should go. Hold, hold, hold on. I want to touch on this insurance thing really quick, dude. We don't need to be giving illegal advice. I'm not giving illegal advice. This is an anecdote. No, this okay. shit was completely right, legal. I was. I had <laughs> been... insurance. I just didn't have my insurance card on me. Oh, and you still got fined? Yeah, because I had to go and prove I had insurance, and then they dropped it down. Wow, dude. So I've gotten pulled over two times. Both times I got pulled over, I got pulled over because I had expired tabs. <laughs> Didn't have insurance both those times, <laughs> but 
Lo and behold, I had the Geico app on my phone, and I used to have a policy with Geico. So because I used to have a policy with Geico, when I try to log in on my Geico app, instead of saying this account or policy does not exist, it says we cannot show you your policy at this time. To find more information about your active policy, please call this number. And so both times I ended up showing the police that little prompt oh, that I got upon trying to log in. And they're just like, all right, well, uh, I'll, I'll take your word for it. And uh, just make sure your tabs changed. Yeah. I was like. Solid advice, dude. I mean, if you ever Jesus need to get Christ. out of a ticket, just fucking show them, show them that you can't log in. Yeah. So if you don't have uh, insurance, just try to log into your Geico app. There's your legal advice for the week. <laughs> Ticket I just wanted to personally apologize to everybody listening to this for that section of the podcast. We're not going to go into the video games. <laughs> <laughs> first up, first up on the video games, we got Battletoads. This is a remake of an old '90s game, uh, maybe an '80s game. I don't have very much experience with Battletoads. I know it's developed by Rare, and I've played one of them on the Rare Classic Remake Collection that came out on Xbox uh, several years ago. Do you remember? And I didn't like it. Do you remember the whole meme that was associated with this? Like people would call, I think it was Domino's or something, like just pizza places, and they'd be like, "Do you have Battletoads?" and all Domino's across the U.S. were just getting spammed with fucking phone calls that were just like, do you have Battletoads? And it wasn't even a game that existed or like <laughs> anyone could have. And now it now it actually no, it exists. Existed. It, existed, it existed, but it, it was like, you weren't going to find it. Why would you them. be calling a Domino's for Battletoads? Well, that remake of that game comes out August 20th, 2020 of this year. The only way I could find myself being interested in this game is that since it's three-player couch co-op, is if all of us were hanging out on a couch, inebriated, playing this game. That is a, that is a one scenario where I could see us all enjoying this game. Otherwise, I don't think I'll ever play this game. Oh no, they would call. Okay, they would call GameStop and they oh would try God. to pre-order Battletoads. <laughs> and people, they'd be like, uh, Battletoads? You got GameStop mixed up with Domino's? Yeah. You got GameStop? Yeah. I think they also <laughs> called pizza companies, or pizza places, too. It got out of hand, bro. You were getting your memes all sorts of fucking crossed and mixed up, dude. It says they call various GameStop and retail stores and pre-order guys. I think Battle next you're about to tell us that, uh... Released on the Nintendo Entertainment System in 1991. So they're trying Are you about <laughs> to tell us that, uh, Battletoads is actually what led to Here Comes Dat Boy? Is it, where, where does this meme cross end? Where, where, where is this road going to go? You probably won't ever find the end of that rabbit hole, dude. <laughs> well, let's start driving. Now, I'm going to pick both y'all up and put you on a different road. Going <laughs> a road that goes back to this podcast's roots, which is Valorant. Valorant's getting a wow. new character named Killjoy. Next week. Yeah. Or sick. I guess when this episode comes out, she'll be coming out tomorrow okay yeah so this character looks pretty pretty cool honestly oh, i am upset by this character because i i remember someone was like i think the next character is going to be turret based because there's some turret stuff in the end of the battle pass and some sprays and mm. i was like i really hope there's not a turret character because any game that has a turret character i don't like them mm. i don't like dealing with turrets yeah i can see how it could um, be op Especially in Valorant, which is mm -hmm. such a touchy, health-sensitive game, and yep. running around a corner into a turret. Because in this game, yeah. you have you have like Crypto, who's like he's a surveillance character, but then you have this other character that's a surveillance character, but their their turret does damage. Like none of Crypto's like abilities do any sort of damage. Is no. that the name of the fucking uh, surveillance character? 
No, the yeah. other one's uh, Killjoy. No, 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 no. We're talking about the the name of the surveillance characters. That's not. You're thinking Apex, Devin. No, I'm you thinking about it. All crossed. Like Crypto is a surveillance character. He, he fucking puts up cameras and shit. Is that really the name of the sur- the camera guy? You fucking maimed him, Kelton. What's the camera guy's name? Cipher. Oh, Cipher. Crypto. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. fucking. You're all on that Apex, Mr. Fucking. Whatever. Dude. Anib- Mr. Anib- they're, they're Hacker Boys. Both the Hacker Boys. They're both the Hacker Boys. Well, anyway, I'm. Uh, I think the character sounds cool. Um, like it would definitely be fun to play. Oh yeah, like a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and and for all of the reasons that you listed, Kelvin, because it's like no, it's got to be annoying as fuck. I mean, on the other side of a character being really annoying to deal with and play against, on the other side of that, they're really fun to play. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I I am in total agreement with you though. When you're playing against a character like this, dude, like fucking, especially in Valorant. You walking around a corner, and they're obviously going to be somewhere close by their turret, so they know when it's going off and shit. Like, so you walk and around the corner, they could do one or two shots, and you're dead. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You walk around a corner, the turret you get starts hitting by you. the turret. You turn to fucking hit the turret, and obviously, right at that moment, they're going to be like, boom, they're boom, going, they're going for the turret. So boom, boom, and Valorant takes fucking. If you hit a headshot, like they're done. Like you and, can one shot, and you're going to hit easy. it. You're going to hit a headshot. Because, unless you're really, really bad, because they're going to be slowed from being shot, and they're trying to aim and take out this turret all in this exact moment. So they're being slowed from being shot, they're trying to aim at this turret, their fucking attention is so far away from you as a player, like... I agree with Kelton. This shit sounds OP as fuck. Like, it's, yeah, it does sound OP. I feel like this is going to be a character that's hard to like actually play as because a whole bunch of people are going to want to play as her. So yeah, actually yeah, being able to reason, select her, it's going to be like, oh shit, someone already got her. Yeah, it's going to be like everyone like spam clicking trying to <laughs> yeah. play this Killjoy character. But, man, I mean, I'll be, I'll be interested to see how uh, see how it affects, I guess, the meta, you could say. I haven't played Valorant enough to know what the meta is, um, but it'll definitely be interesting to see how this affects team makeup and gameplay. Just, I mean, not even just team makeup, just gameplay. When you go into the game, like, because there's no other turret-based character. This is the first fucking introduction to that. There's no other... The only other character where you have to worry about something extra, like being in a place, is Cypher. And those are the tripwires which are very easily taken out, like, if you're paying attention or if uh, you're not, in, like, in an encounter or an engagement with another player, then you can easily shoot the tripwire before it goes off and you're okay. So this will be a, an interesting addition, like a new, you know, non-player threat that is present. We talked briefly about the amount of discs the physical version of Microsoft Flight Simulator is going to have, <laughs> but... Briefly... Now that it's coming, now that it's coming, yeah. fifteen discs, ten. That's so many. We we briefly discussed. I don't even have a disc drive on my PC, dude. I can't handle that no, many discs. But we are now two weeks out from the launch of this game, being developed by Asobo Studios. Um, it's coming out August 18, twenty twenty. Uh, they released a launch trailer, kind of showing off gameplay of this. Um, I was interested what you guys thought about it, because to me, I was like, I didn't know what to expect going into that, but uh, I didn't realize it was like Google Earth. Yeah, it's um, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in Google Earth, you can actually do aviation mode. Like, there's a secret button combination you can hit in Google Earth that will make you uh, do a flight really? simulator. Yeah, 
So what? you can do that already, but I mean, it, it doesn't put you, you in like a Boeing 747. Because it sounds like some high school shit you ended Yeah, it was, it was high school shit. It was like I would be in the library on one of those laptops playing on Google Earth, and then I was like okay. looking up like Easter eggs, blah, 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 shit like that for Google Earth. That's you can hilarious. find some crazy shit on there, like alien crop circles and shit like that. People falling over on the ground, <laughs> like as the car. <laughs> they passes. put crop circles in Google Earth. It's just what they fly over and like capture. So yeah, this. Oh, like, so like the flight simulator. I, I don't know. It was cool. The guy was explaining how it uh, recreated his hometown airport, and he's like, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, a couple things were off, but like, it mostly gave me the vibe of like the actual airport. So I think yeah. it'd be cool to like CC Tech or like the Bellingham Airport. I think it'd be cool for yeah. like to play for an hour or two. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I would regularly just boot it up. And, yeah, know, no, I wouldn't actually play. Can't this wait game. to get off work today. <laughs> I'd look up on plane. YouTube. Like well, if, yeah, if someone on YouTube had a play a play by play on a fucking airport. I know. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like a game. It doesn't seem like a game. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem like. It's a like, flight simulator. I'm gonna play a video game. Exactly. I mean, it is called flight simulator. So like, yeah, it's not. It's not exactly a game. Of course, like. It's kind of out of the realm of when we talk about games. That's not really like within that realm. Um, definitely seems more like you're just fucking like you're like oh man like I'm curious what it's like to fly over Egypt. Like the guy in the video, he's like he's like yeah I just wanted to see what it was like to to fly over all these places. Yeah. And it's like all right like I could see like the appeal just to like be like all right like maybe what would it look like? But it's like. So that same shit though, like with Google Earth, like I'd just randomly be looking up places on Google Earth and pe- that piqued my curiosity and the guy in the YouTube video was like, I'll be watching YouTube travel videos and I'll mark locations <laughs> and then tra- travel to those locations in the flight simulator. <laughs> like, like, wow. Like, I mean, yeah, like it's like, it's like, it's, it's cool on one hand, but it's also like at the same time, it's just like, what the fuck? Like. Like I like that. It would just make me want to go in person more. I think. Yeah. Because like, it's like I already want to go to these places, and then it's like, oh, I can cool. I can see a digitalized, somewhat accurate replica, or like, enactment of what it would be like to fly over this thing. It's like it just make me want to fucking be going there. Give me the more. real deal. Like, my my level, like. Which maybe some people are like, yeah, I want that. Or maybe some people are like, I want to travel the world without ever leaving my home. And it's like, all right, well, hey, hey this is the thing for you. Well, Download dude, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Some people, some people want to experience their nightmares while they're awake, and then they can play What Happened, being developed by Genius Slackers, coming out this month. What Happened is available right now to wishlist on Steam. It looks like a first-person game that uh, you're kind of like exploring the inner psyche of the main character. And it looks like fucking, uh, looks like a really bad trip. It looks like it slips, uh, in and out of first person. It doesn't yeah. look like it stays first person. I don't it know looks like about for this. most of the experience seems first person. Um, like when you're playing, like when you're actually in control. But then it seemed like for multiple moments where you're like shifting between dimensions, you get pulled into the third person so you can see your character getting well, I will say pushed one thing. and pulled around. I will say one thing. This trailer for this game, What Happened, was the closest thing I've ever seen to my experience smoking salvia. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've only had good times. I've smoked salvia one time in my life, and this trailer was the closest thing to give me this, the same feeling. You smoked this trailer salvia twice. Seemed like a, uh, this trailer seemed like a walk-in. You smoked salvia twice. 
Well, the memorable time. This was the closest thing. Yeah, the one time that actually stuck with you. The one that yeah. really the time that just I've had nightmares about for the last ten. Burrowed years. its way into your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones will stick with you. Salvia will get you. Yeah, Salvia is a strong one, you know, and uh, it's not for the faint of heart. It's actually so let's, still legal. Let's reel like, it back. Oh let's reel it back. Yeah, yeah. To what happened? This game. I mean, I don't know if I'll talk play about it. a wild ride. You don't know if you'll play it. Yeah, it just I looks mean, like I don't a walking know sim to me. It just looks like a story-based walking sim where you're kind of like walking through a tree. I really like those, though. I I've been a, I, When that genre first started back in like 2012, I think, with the, there was like two games that were considered walking simulators where it's just like someone talking and telling a story while you yeah. traverse mm-hmm. an environment and see what they're talking about. Or sometimes yeah. I played one, I forget the name right now, but you just walk around an island and someone tells you this like full story about I like, played, their yeah, life. I played one like that. And it has was nothing, like free. The environment has nothing to do with the story. Hmm. Um, and I was like, I, I ended up crying at the end because it was like really powerful experience. Damn, it's uh, a very engaging kind of audiobook almost, where yeah. you're navigating a 3D space while you're listening. I was just gonna say, it sounds like it's just a book. Like, yeah, it sounds like you're just you. You get a like you get a book, and then you get a visual thing where you can feel like. Almost like you're a character in a story, but it's like you're still being told a story. So it's, it's like a, it's a weird, kind of strange thing. They feel but, weird to me because it's like it's there's a lack of presence there. There's no NPCs. There's nothing. It's just a it, it's an environment, and that's it. So you don't well, get. One of the things I thought was unique about it is like I was traversing the island, and there'd be like a dark cave that would be going down underground, and it would give me a lot of anxiety because I'd be like, I don't know what is down there, and it looks creepy, and the person has stopped talking because they're waiting probably for me to queue up the next thing when I go into the cave. So I'm like going in there, and then as I'm starting to get spooked and uneasy in this, she is starting to get spooked and uneasy with her storytelling. So like <laughs> that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'll play this. I'm definitely intrigued by it. Yeah, I. It doesn't seem like something that uh, that I would just pick up to play on my own kind of shit. Um, it seems like more of an experience that could be enjoyed between multiple people. Maybe just like occasionally passing off the controller. Because the experience seems, I mean, mostly like, uh, like 95% <laughs> visual. Um, you know, it's like you don't, you don't have to be playing this game to get the joy that this... Uh, game brings um, and that's i feel like that's evident from the trailer like the trailer is trippy enough you know what i mean like you like you're just like holy shit like this just looks like there's just wild shit kind of happening and you're just kind of trying to traverse it and uh experience it so it looks like anyone really any like you know if you're all sitting in a room together it's like whether you're actually holding the controller or you're just sitting next to the person who's holding the controller you're gonna have pretty much the same experience the only difference being that you don't have control over like you know the next action or where you're walking next, et cetera, et cetera. But, but it definitely looks like it's like a trippy experience. Do you guys hear about the Reddit online protests? No, not nope. at all. So I was going to cover it in the past episode, but it ended up escaping me or I didn't have time to add it in. But about a month or two ago, um, there started to be these online protests in Reddit online where everyone would dress up as a clown in clown makeup and roll around the streets. And they were kind of like, saying are we clowns for continuing to play this game because rockstar's not releasing any more patches for it any updates it hasn't gotten any new content in months um and people or players were upset by this especially yeah that's just weird especially because gta online is exactly. just bombarded yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. so 
it seems as in response to this, they are starting to get new content. So Reddit Online is getting a new um, expansion called The Naturalist, which <laughs> seems to be a, focused on like hunting um, different exotic animals. Oh, man. I mean, first off, like, <laughs> big shocker, protests work. <laughs> um, I mean, this that's just hilarious. Like, the, I mean, I mean, it's cool, too, because it's like, obviously, there is many, many fans of Red Dead. I mean, Red Dead was a sick-ass game. Um, Definitely. I don't think I, I actually... beat it. Yeah, I, I didn't get through I beat the it. full campaign. But I beat because, that shit. Uh, nice, nice. Um, I, I mainly got distracted by just, like, fucking around and having a sick-ass time. Yeah, once, same, I, once I unlocked same. most of the shit, dude, I just started terrorizing towns. <laughs> like, <laughs> just wrecking the sheriffs over and, like, trying to get as high as I could wanted level type shit, you know? Um... But yeah, this is this is pretty funny. I mean, like, and, and it makes sense too. Like, I mean, like we said already, watching GTA Online, getting the mass amounts of updates, just fucking pumped into it. They're really trying to milk the shit out of it. It was working, and it's working. I mean, for good reason. It's a fun ass game. But like, to leave this other game, Red Dead, which is fucking really really good, to leave it and just more completely of a ignored, I, like release. Yeah, way too. more yeah, recent. Way more recent. Way more recent um to just like leave it on the side like like you just had a new kid and you're just gonna give all your fucking attention to this fucking kid who's like the 10 years born. old instead of yeah instead yeah like you're fucking way more catering to the firstborn than you are to the secondborn even though the secondborn is a newborn and the fucking <laughs> and the friend the first one was a uh, is like eight years old <laughs> it's like it's like yo fam this baby needs some attention like Let's dress up as clowns to bring attention to that fact that fucking <laughs> oh you guys aren't doing shit for the people who really, really care about this thing that you made and are really, really enjoying this thing that you made, but for some reason, you're not fucking putting any effort into it anymore. So, it's understandable. Though, it is pretty funny that while there are protests going on in fucking real life about fucking shit, there's protests happening in a game about some, like, <laughs> about, about a video game. It's like, well, uh... I mean, that's just fucking almost laughable. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, another game coming out in September is Iron Harvest, developed by King Art Games. Um, this game's cinematic trailer looked really cool. It's like it's set in the 1920s, and it's kind of like an alternate uh, universe where there's like steampunk robots fighting almost like your 1920s World War One type soldiers. Um and the trailer was really cool. It's like that cinematic CG type stuff. You yeah, see a really cool battle sick. going on. I started questioning what kind of game it was. Um, mm. And I looked it up and it's like an RTS, kind of like StarCraft, bird's eye oh, view okay. type down. Is um, it full RTS? Uh, I'm not sure exactly. From what I saw, it just was like that top down where you're moving around different groups of soldier soldiers. Yeah. And then it's, the camera swipes over the enemy team and you see them moving around different types right. of soldiers and it moves back. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a full RTS. It just, I, I've just never been that into those games, but yeah. it looked the it looked cool and the cinematic trailer looked really cool. I I, I even commented on it uh, when I was watching the trailer with Alex, where I was like, I I wish there was this was like a show or like an anime kind of you know, because it looked like a cool setting. Mm. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, I agree with you, Kelton. That the sh- uh, the uh, the trailer itself, like looked amazing had me sitting there like wow like this looks like it could be like you know 
maybe an immersive story, like it could be whatever it is. Maybe you're playing as this girl who has a bear companion and and you guys are like whatever the you know, like whatever the thing is. But then like I mean I'm I'm in the same boat, sadly, so you know, for any RTS fans out there, sorry fam. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, not a big fan of RTS genres, and also it leads me to be a little bit disappointed because of how cool the trailer is. Dude, that's what I was saying with MMOs like, and shit. Last, or not last episode, but a couple episodes ago, where I was like, the trailers yeah. do not depict what actually goes on in game at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, and I mentioned that while we were watching the trailer for this one, right? Like where I was like. I was watching it and I was, you know, I was getting interested. I was getting curious. I was wondering. I was kind of asking questions to myself, like, man, like, all right, like, what's going on? Like, what is happening here? Like, man, do we play as like these mech robots that we're seeing? Do we play as like a singular person here? Are we kind of like jumping around between multiple people? And then it's like, oh man, I don't know. Come to find it's RTS. It's like, fuck. Like that was not at all depicted in the trailer. They could have added, like, a couple, like, maybe a flash or two of, like... Okay, what about the World of Warcraft trailers? World of Warcraft has been around for so long, though. Yeah, Even everyone the first trailer, knows. Though. Everyone knows. What Even the first trailer for that game is extremely beautiful, extremely cinematic, and the gameplay is nothing like it. Devin was commenting on that. Yeah, you know. I mean, maybe that's that's a fair point, I guess, but... And, and it did come from RTS, like, originally. Yeah, because anytime so. I see these trailers, I'm always like looking it up. I'm like, what is this game actually about? Like, what does the gameplay right, look right. like? If the if the trailer looks this amazing, what does the gameplay look like? And then I well, look it up, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Are you guys not big fans of uh, cinematic trailers? No, I, I, yeah, okay, I guess I'm I like... am to a degree. Like, do you remember the Assassin Creed cinematic trailers? Like, they had nothing to do like, like the trailers always look better than the game, even even in that sense. But like. Those trailers were very like story driven, and they had dope soundtracks. So mm-hmm. I think they're a cool piece on their own. Like I, I agree, um, and I, I guess I want to kind of like backtrack a little bit about the statement that we made. And it's not that um, having a trailer of a game that doesn't depict the gameplay. I guess that's not like the main problem. I guess, but I, I don't know. I it, like it is partially a problem when you're if you're if the audience that's watching the trailer has no idea, right, what this shit is about, has no idea either A, what the story is about, or B, like, what they're getting into at all, um, it is helpful to have <laughs> a little piece of something that maybe hints at the type of gameplay that's happening. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, I mean, in comparison to the World of Warcraft trailer, like, I, I wasn't, I didn't see the original World of Warcraft trailer, you know, back in the day. And think like, oh, like what is this? You know, what is this game? Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't really, I wasn't around for that kind of shit. But and this, then this plays off, you know, the the bias that I have, right? Like, you know, what type of game do you like, right? Like, so for me, when I like see a cinematic trailer like this that looks so crazy, right? If this game ended up being a third person or first person. Um, playing style game whether it was story driven or whether it was like you know pvp driven whatever it was if it was a first or third person style game the cinematic trailer i i wouldn't have any problems with so it's a you know i think it more plays into my end or the viewer's bias of what type of game they like 
Um, cause for me to watch this trailer and then find out it's an RTS is like just hella disappointing because I was very enticed yeah. by this trailer. Yeah. So I guess yeah. cinematic trailers are just like, they have pros and cons of where they can get someone hyped yeah. up only for them to realize they're not into the genre of game. When you do, yeah. when yeah. you do watch a trailer and it says like, this is actual gameplay footage, then, and it, and it looks beautiful. Then I'm like, holy shit, this game is really something special. Yeah. Or, yeah. but like most of the time I find myself when I am looking up trailers, I have to look up the actual trailer itself and then i have to look up an actual keyword gameplay trailer yep, to see what yep. it actually looks like you always have to do the separation 100 percent. that's what i did after i watched this trailer yeah but yeah moving on into anime we got a trailer for the misfit of demon king academy which is a new anime coming out uh summer this summer this trailer didn't do very much for me uh what do you guys think i honestly kind of forgot it like <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry like I, I did like it wasn't it wasn't nothing or anything too memorable for me I uh I feel you there it it, lo- it looks like something that would like uh I don't know it's it seems like an anime that's kind of along those lines of there's like action happening but then they're trying to also just throw in like weird little humor moments with like the baby talking and then they're just what which like which is kind of funny that they threw that in there because it almost seems like that would be like a like i don't know like a thing to reveal you know like a spoiler maybe so to speak or like you know a tell of like this is the plot of what happens by the way and it's like all right like i don't know (laughs) it's like apparently i mean from what i got from the trailer it's like oh this weird demon king guy and we have no he it doesn't show anything but apparently he dies and apparently he comes back as a baby and apparently when he comes back as a baby he's, he's just the exact same age and fucking same entity of being that he was before he died so he just pops out as this baby with a full head <laughs> just of a hair. fully conscious baby fully conscious baby and yeah and it's like it's like okay like so so i i i will agree with you guys i wasn't immediately like this seems like an anime I want to watch. I, I definitely did not hit me like that. But given that they gave away that whole thing, I'm kind of curious as to like, okay, if that was all in the trailer, right? Like maybe that all happens in the first episode and then the show launches from there of the Demon King being an infant. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, where does it go from there? I've I seen know, a weird anime where like people were taking care funny. of a baby demon. And that shit was weird. Really? Yeah, it what? would, like, cry and just, like, electrocute people. I don't know. It was a really weird anime. I only watched the first, like, three episodes of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? It's a really weird uh, movie that's coming out. Oh, God. The new Italian-originated oh, okay. Pinocchio movie. <laughs> so this is from Italy, then? Yes. Okay, because okay, right, I was going to question. Devin. I was like... Why isn't Disney picking up? I thought it was going to be like a Disney live action. I believe that's why the words weren't synced because they're speaking in Italian. Uh, Yeah, Devin, I'm interested to hear uh, what this trailer made you feel, Devin. Uh, I want to know. Okay, it looked very, very creepy. Very mute colors, like the color <laughs> I mean, like palette. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's very <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth, but like the, co- the color palette of everything was very like muted. Yeah. And it gave that yeah. weird vibe. And then Pinocchio himself looked like a creepy ass motherfucker. That kid is <laughs> fucked, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I glanced at fucked. I glanced at one IMDb review, and the top sentence was, "This movie made me fucking hate Pinocchio." 
<laughs> like the cat like have you seen the cats movie that uncanny valley you know the uncanny valley where it's just like a human's face has to have these certain characteristics and if one is off it just gives you an uneasy feeling that's what pinocchio's face gives me just an uneasy <laughs> feeling he's a wooden boy yeah. is that, wait hold on is that what it, uh is that the actual term for that yeah, feeling? uncanny valley wow so uh, that's the there's uh, a plateau it's like an actual graph of like humanistic features versus like right yeah it's very, and then once it once it steps just outside of that yeah then you're like oh something's off it can be enough. something super uh, simple like yeah. eye placement like oh that guy's eyes are way too off or something totally like, oh now he doesn't look like a human he looks cg as fuck dang i thought I, I thought there was a singular word for that feeling and I actually was really thinking about it recently. It came up in conversation with somebody else. And there might be. That. There's other ones where I forgot what the I don't know. There's there's a whole bunch of phrases that revolve around fucking human faces. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Well, because it's not it's not just faces, right? It's it it's like entire. It's like the human form, like right, like what? Yeah. Like the human, not not necessarily silhouette, you know, but just like the shape of what we. Yeah, there's one that's human. like uh, I forgot the actual term for it, but it's like seeing human faces and things just because it's a familiar uh, shape to us. Like you'll look in a cloud mm-hmm. and you'll see a smiley face in it because it's a familiar right, shape. Right, right, right. Yeah, shit like that. There's a term for it, but I forgot it. I think uh, that's the reason why Slenderman hits, right? Like that's the whole. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah. Just the lack of a face. You're just like, oh, God. Yeah, but it's like human-like, but not enough that it's creepy. (laughs) It's like, oh. Yeah, I think this movie, the best, the most interesting part about this movie, look about the costume and creature design, because it looks like it has a lot of, like, fairies and, like, a slug lady and, like, the giant fish and stuff. So that that part of this movie got me interested. Overall, it looks like a low-budget Italian uh, adaptation of Pinocchio. Which Disney's in the middle of producing their own Pinocchio movie. I believe Robert Downey Jr. is going to play Geppetto, but I'm not sure it, exactly. It, it looks a little weird. <laughs> oh, I found the term that I was thinking of. It's called pareidolia, and it's just yeah, it's just where you see a common shape and just anything, <laughs> like a cup of tea. You see that you see that foam on top of your latte, and it resembles your it, it resembles Jesus Christ. <laughs> Seeing um. <laughs> <laughs> that burnt piece of toast that is it sounds like himself. we're all gonna have to watch Pinocchio together <laughs> uh okay um I forgot to mention that this week uh Skater XL came out and I've been playing it every single day since yo um yeah. you even got the same shoes as your skate boy yeah 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 I went to the store with Devin today for those who are listening and bought uh, new vans, which are the same vans that I wear in Skater XL. Um, He's living it. Yeah, so Skater XL came out. It's kind of like a skate, uh, EA skate inspired um, game. The trailer kind of like throws a lot of salt at skate though, which is kind of funny. But uh, this one's different, and the control scheme is unique, where uh, each thumbstick is its own foot. So I've been playing that almost every day. Um, it's really fun. I really like it. It's definitely like lower budget. You can tell it's like a little bit rough around the edges, but uh, it has heart, and you can tell they really care about what they're making. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I know Alex dabbled around with it a little bit as well. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to emphasize on the, and I know we talked about this when we first introduced, you know, when we were first talking about that it was coming out. We talked about the each thumbstick being its own foot, and. Uh, that is like 
I mean, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I, I, I forgot, even though we touched on it. And then I forgot even coming up to it. And then it's like, oh, dang, like you get in there. And like that feeling, like when you're trying to you're trying to get your handle, you're trying to get the handle on the controls. And then you start like realizing all the little like flicks and motions. And you start seeing the feet corresponding with the thumbsticks. This is like really like interesting uh, feeling. But that being said, it's still, it gives me a very, very, very similar feeling to skate just like the skate franchise in general. Um, I mean, I think I if like anything... That, that control gives you like a little bit of an immersion in it. Probably. Yeah. No, exactly. Fully, no, fully, I'm saying like when I play this game, uh, it's kind of funny because whenever I think about before I played this game, I would think of skate as more of a skate simulator, more realistic with like the flicks and stuff. Mm. And Tony Hawk is more of an arcade game. And this game made me think of skate a little bit more arcadey with everything <laughs> located on one thumbstick because with this one with my left and right arms and hands controlling these different things um i think i'm thinking way more technically about the tricks i'm doing and like right. what's going to re- be required from each foot going into every trick i want to do definitely um which i think correlates way more to real life where you have to constantly like coordinate what what your feet are doing while you're skating yep, yep. um so i thought that was pretty cool it- I- i'm enjoying it it's super cool, honestly. I I, mean, I was having a lot of fun earlier when I was just uh, messing around on there. And I was able... I it, I honestly was able to get a grasp on the controls faster than I was expecting that I was going to. Faster than I was expecting you to. It took me longer than that. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that's because of the similarities to Skate. Um, I mean, main difference being, like you said, the camera. Uh, because in Skate... You're controlling your camera with the analog sticks, with the thumbsticks, um, like you do in a lot of games. That is how you control the camera. And in Skater XL, your thumbsticks are your feet. <laughs> so you're not controlling where you're looking or where you're going with your fucking thumbsticks. It is actually the triggers that is turning you and oh, your camera. Weird. Yeah. It, so you're like, oh, damn, I want to go to the right. You're right triggering, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah. Like,. One uh, critique really I would feeling. give the game is that it doesn't have all the tricks that I want to do in it. Mm-hmm. And it has no NPCs, no missions, mm-hmm. no challenges, mm-hmm. no, like, really... It doesn't give you any direction. It's really just a skate simulator. So, like Alex was saying, he was just messing around. That's kind of all there is to do. It's yeah. just kind of, like, find lines that you want to do, find staircases you want to ollie, find different cool parts of the maps that mm-hmm. you want to do tricks on. Mm-hmm. Luckily, there are a lot of different parts of every map that they have like set up obviously for different tricks like even when you can find those secret spots on roofs and stuff that are obviously curated for uh for tricks and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah um i don't know if it's justified the 40 dollar price tag but overall i don't regret purchasing it at all nice so nice yeah i mean i think you're right on point calling it a skate simulator because of that because of the because of the no missions because of the no npcs you're not it doesn't feel like you're playing a video game like that had because most of the time when you play a video game there's like there's something interactive with other npcs or players or at least like you're like moving through a story you're kind of like maneuvering your way through the experience whereas skater xl it's like this is this is it this is the experience that's all you're not you're not progressing through this shit your progression is just learning to handle the tricks better yeah, those are leveling up better yeah like nothing unlocking yeah there's no you know you can't uh like you said when I was playing earlier, right? When I was trying to learn and do manuals, 
there's no there's no balance meter right like there wasn't tony hawk right so there's no there's no improving you can't add points to your balance meter so you can do manuals longer there's no there's nothing there's no progression there's no improvement other than you getting better at the controls so it is really really on point to call it a skate just a skating simulator if you want to be like man i want to play a game where like all i'm doing is doing skateboard tricks and that's it this is the game this is the game for you yeah so yeah, uh, also this week, um, Disney Plus released Black is King, which is Beyonce's visual album. Um, I watched that uh, on Friday when it was released, and I thought overall it was extremely beautiful. It's obviously just a series of um, music videos, basically, that tell a story, and they have a very strong th- uh, theme and message. Um, it seemed kind of like Beyonce inviting the viewer to experience different uh, forms of African art and African Mm -hmm. culture mixed with like a Westerners kind of view and interpretation and influence Mm -hmm. on it. This is like a visual, like a visual album, right? It is a visual album. Yes. I think it's her third visual album that she's produced. Um, But yeah, it's extremely beautiful seeing all the different costumes and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like really cool. Uh, It's kind of interesting. Like, There'll be a lot of times when you'll see a scene or a costume that looks like so beautiful and sweet and you want it to stay around. You want the frame to last longer so that you can see everything that's going on. But since it's a music video, music videos are more prone to like quick cuts, quick flashes, mm-hmm. quick like a lot of different stuff going on. So mm-hmm. like you're not ever staying with anything for very long, mm-hmm. which is has its ups and downs. Um, the song with Jay-Z in it was really cool. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was... A really cool experience. I think I, I guess I would be I would consider it a film, but it definitely be on the more. Uh, How long abstract. is it? It's an hour and a half. Okay, so yeah, I'd, I'd consider it. Dang. A film. How much of um? How much of it didn't have music going? So in between songs, there'll be spoken word sections where she's kind of like reading off different poems hmm. and sometimes talking herself. It also uses a ton of audio from The Lion King. Um, because the story being told kind of mirrors The Lion King. It was originally going to be a companion piece to The Lion King soundtrack before it became entirely its own thing. So you'll hear Mufasa talking a lot. You hear Scar (laughs) talking a little bit, and there's kind of a Scar character in it. And then eventually you'll hear Simba and Nala talking, um, because it does follow the same kind of structure. Um, It also kind of seemed like, um, at least what I picked up, because at one point you see the American flag, but in the African flag colors... It almost seemed like Beyonce was inviting um, African-Americans to take pride in that term, African-American, and Mm. especially the African part of that, and, like, go back to your roots and Mm. kind of, like, be proud of it, understand of it, and, like, know that that's part of who you are. Interesting. Um, So, yeah, it was just... uh, I I recommend watching it. It was really cool. For sure. Yeah, moving on into this week's music. We got two music videos... I did two this week because one of them was made in Dreams, the PS4 exclusive yeah, me creation simulator. So yeah, Noah Cyrus released the song July um, with the music video being entirely created in Dreams. So I, I just wanted to briefly cover that because um, I know we talked about Dreams. First of all, um, she sounds exactly like Miley Cyrus. When that video started playing, similar. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Same exact very voice. Very similar. Very similar. And then... I don't know. I think it's cool that they're making a music video in Dreams. And uh, when the actual music video was playing, I was like, damn, that probably took a lot of time because the Dreams software itself, like I've dabbled around in the software. That shit is hard to use. So making something that looked that that clean, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, 
That music looks, is gorgeous. Yeah, I was just, just going to say, it looks beautiful. Like, uh, man, I mean, and it, it was really dope to see um, the little clip of Noah Cyrus talking about, you know, uh, talking about the dreams simulator itself. Not that she, like, went in depth on dreams itself, but just her thanking the people that were in on dreams and the people that have contributed to dreams um, and creating that platform on PlayStation that is just a a massively deep, deep creative tool, as we can see from the video. Like, it, you can obviously do fucking amazing things with it. So, I mean, that's just, that's just sick as fuck, for one. I want to fucking shout out Dreams. That looks, I mean, that's cool as hell. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, what they were able to accomplish for this music video is, is fucking, I mean, I was not expecting to see that. When I when say you know if somebody was like hey, there's this thing that you can do on PlayStation you know on PS4 this little thing called Dreams and uh, you know some people use it to whatever whatever there's a bunch of different uses for it right but then it's like yeah you can go in here and you can do like art or you can you know I didn't even know that there was a video function that you could make active art you know I didn't even know that there was a thing there's like a music that. video um, section of the yeah. game man yeah that see that's sick I mean I didn't even know right so for anyone out there listening. Who doesn't even, you know, who's just hearing about dreams on PlayStation? There's a music video mode. It's an movies. entire move. There's a movie mode. All the games that people make, mode. they're funny as fuck, dude. People make games in this. People thing. make songs in it too, they, like they, beats and instrumentals. Boom! Like this is an entire creative tool. I mean, this is sick as fuck, honestly. Like, I'm, how much? Does it cost money? Yeah. How much money? I believe it's thirty nine ninety nine. But me and Devin bought it in early access when they were only allowing a limited amount of users in for um, how much we pay for it? 30? I think it was just yeah, just thirty. Damn, like for a tool that's this extensive, that is, I mean, that's not a bad deal, you know. Like if you look at other other programs and things that can potentially allow you to do something like this i think you can set up like keyboard and mouse too to make it a little bit more user-friendly because it's kind of hard to do with like the actual ps4 controller yeah well i mean i mean yeah you can plug in a keyboard and mouse to a playstation anytime so i assume you should be able to uh yeah make that function like that um but yeah this video is fucking sick the song is pretty cool uh definitely kind of hits you in the feels it's pretty sad overall I'd say, but good song, good video, sick as fuck. Another music video that came out was Cherry Flavored by The Neighborhood. came out this Friday. Um, I actually listened to this song before I saw the music video because um, I was super hyped that The Neighborhood was releasing new music because they're one of my favorite bands. So on Thursday night at 9 p.m. when they released that song, I was immediately on top of it. And I love this song. Then they released a music video, which is inspired by um, early 90s Nickelodeon art yeah. and cartoons. <laughs> so it's pretty, it's pretty a grimy, um, old uh, animation, which was cool, I guess. I, I liked it. I don't think Alex liked it as much. I liked it, dude. It was like Rocco's Modern Life type shit. Like yes, the yes. early Nick 90s shit that you'd see where, I don't know, they'd have like eyeballs popping out of their heads. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely grimy. It, it was very grungy, and, I mean, Carlton, you're absolutely right. For the first little bit of it, I fucking really did not like it. Give me, like, skin-crawly feels. Just, yeah, you know, everyone has their anim- the certain types of animation that you're just, like, it makes yeah, you uncomfortable. CG animes. 
What? Yeah, exactly. He's like, like, it's funny. I'm watching it with like a big smile on my face. Like, this is sick. I love this song. I look over and Alex is like cringing. Like, <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, 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 full on, man. Um, I, I, I think it would have been a different experience for me if I had heard the song prior to seeing the video. Because uh, I, I did really like the song. And yeah. it kind of sucked because I wanted to appreciate the song more. But <laughs> the first Dude, time the funny. video was fucking me up, man. Me and Alex were talking, and he's like, yeah, I don't like fucking, like, Flapjack. Like, the misadventures of Flapjack. Oh, just, like, certain I love that like show, that. dude. Yeah, that show's funny as fuck. And then, like, the close-ups where it's just, like, super grungy, and it shows every, like, pore in their face and, like, every hair follicle. And he's like, I hate it's like that, that SpongeBob close-up shit. Yeah, I like I like the SpongeBob close-up shit because I like the actual SpongeBob animation. So when it does the cringy close-ups like that, it's a really really drastic difference. I don't like the full cringy experience, and then you fucking do little fucking even <laughs> cringier close-ups. Like I don't like I don't want to I don't want to just flapjack. Like... It's just so cringe, but in such a good way. I love that show. I watch that show and feel like my skin's about to fall off. <laughs> I would fucking love that shit. <laughs> That's what I feel when I watch that shit. But um, this music video, though, man. Uh, so yeah, I didn't like the first half, but towards the end, it the animation and colors um, seemed to like soften up a bit, and it got a little bit more friendly. For Which is eyes. funny because it was him transitioning into his like chrome persona yeah. as the music video changed because yeah. it seems like the neighborhood's uh personas for their next album is going to be um chrome and the monotones yeah mr chrome yeah mr chrome mr chrome and the monotones it's got a nice ring to it though it definitely does roll off the tongue yeah yeah i would recommend anyone look up that song cherry flavored it's kind of a melancholy kind of loner type song it's, very it's got good. a good vibe to it it kind of reminded me of like mac demarco type uh vibes um but yeah it was jammy it was groovy it was nice i liked it all right moving into our instagram popularity poll of the week we got well are you guys ready yeah i guess we got one last one key versus peel of key and peel who is funny oh god i actually don't even know which one's which you don't know who jordan peel is yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna need to like get more specific here so i fucking know exactly Oh my god! <laughs> I, I'm, familiar, I'm familiar. I'm familiar with the names, know. but I I can't. I don't know which one's yeah, which, I can't put the face to each one of those. Yeah, I can't put the face to which one's which. Yeah, me neither. I'm familiar with the name. I know. Yeah, I know who they are. I know. I know what they do. Okay, so he is, is the, the bald tall, guy. bald guy. He's bald. Okay, cool. That's Peel all. Is that's, the short guy. That's all we need. Key. Yeah, exactly. Is the tall okay. guy. Peel is the shorter guy with hair. Okay, easy, okay, easy, easy. Nice. Sorry for that. Nice. Sorry for everyone that loves those that duo. I yeah, I love that you. duo. Yeah, I'm we sorry suck. I offended you. Me and Devin suck. Give me right. some percentages and don't do no even numbers, you bastards. Man. Okay. Dang, I like I like Peel more, dude. He's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. He's a little bit chubby. He's got that chubby funny. Um, <laughs> which that'd be funny. He's not even that chubby. He's like a normal dude. He, I I don't know. He's just a little bit stockier and more funny to me. Stockier is a good yeah. Word. Yeah, stockier. stockier fits. Yeah. Okay. He's a little, not, he's okay. A yeah. Stockier. He's just a little stockier, funny guy. So I'd say uh, Peel. He's also an Oscar-winning, um, <laughs> award-winning director and writer. Yeah, yeah. He's just a little stockier, funny. Guy. <laughs> he's just a little stocky, funny, cute little guy. Uh, but I'll give him. I feel like this one's a hard Dear one. Dear God. Get, I'm just going to do 62, uh, 38. Uh, You're just diving in? Paper. Yeah. Who's getting 62? 
uh, Peel, my stocky boy. My stocky That's my stocky boy. Okay. Dang. Man. It's, uh... Oh, man. I feel like the fact he is a director helps him out, too. I mean, man. He's come out with fire. In, in all of their skits, they both fucking make me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> I like it just, I'm just remembering a bunch of their scoop videos that I've seen, and they both fucking crack me the fuck up. Oh, God. Um, honestly, man, dude, Key... <laughs> they both make me laugh so much, but I'm going to go with Key. Um... <laughs> So, I'll say key key one at a fifty six percent key at fifty six key at fifty six. So the results are key twenty five percent peel seventy five percent. Damn. So Damn. Devin's gonna take the win here. Damn. Hey, I'm on a come up now, dude. That's two in a row now. I, yeah, I had seven a losing streak. Hey man, well here comes your winning streak, big boy. Let's go. Yeah, Peel was stomping that one. Nice. He is now probably he's the definitely the more successful, more famous of the two now. Yeah, well, because he's got he's directing. Yeah. So, is a uh, so Key doesn't play any part in his like directing or like movie endeavors at all. No. Dang. Do you uh, do you know anything about like are they are they just like homies who they just yeah. decided to make funny videos and maybe they still make those videos. Nice. Okay. That's fucking awesome. That's that's funny. Well, that's dope. I mean, kind of sad the key got left in the dust so hard, but yeah, I saw a hard times article as like uh, other dimension where key was a successful one. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they should make a comedy video. I think it was Twilight Zone episode. Key is a successful award-winning director of the two. Because, which is funny, because Jordan Peele was put in charge to host and write Twilight Zone, the new remake, yeah, because he's, like, big in the horror game, right? Yeah, and all the Mindbender stuff that he does in his horror. That's sick, So that'd be cool. Yep. Dang. I've, uh, he he did Get Out, right? Yep. Okay, cool. And Us. And, uh. Also Us. Yeah, I haven't seen Us. Dude, Us is sick. Well, I'm not, I'm not a big, like, I'm not a big horror fan, so it's. It's kind of hard for me to. Us like. is really cool. Really? It's like a Twilight Zone movie. Okay. It's okay. sick. It's. I mean, yeah. It definitely sounds like something I could probably get into. Also, like, I'd I'd probably enjoy more of his movies than I would like. I mean, when I think of the horror genre, you know, it's like when I when I like think of the movie Get Out, like that was a scary movie, but it's like I don't think of that as like a horror, you know, for me. Like, I I'd say Get Out is scarier than Us. Really? Okay. With the implications. And right, right, right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Empathizing with the main character, I would say, yeah. Definitely scary. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I'll probably have to give us a chance. Have you seen, a, what's that other one that he did? Did he do that, um, that, like, culty one? The, like, Midsommar? No. Okay. That's Does the guy he... who did uh, Hereditary. Okay. Does he have any other? You just get out and us? He has a, us was the first of a three-movie deal where each movie is going to focus on a societal horror. Um, Sick. All right, so if anyone has any feedback they want to send us in, uh, thesweetpeaceful at gmail.com. Uh, send us in. Uh, or watch the Pinocchio trailer and let us know what you think about that. Yeah, I mean, 
definitely tell us your feelings on that if you feel so inclined to viewing if you if you watch that trailer and get hit in the feels like you might just then send it on in let us or know. let us know what your uh what animation style you hate the most that's a good one that's a good one. <laughs> Because, we, yeah, we touch on that a lot, you know, we all, Kelton and Devin share a very similar hated animation. I don't share the same it's one, but I have my own. And it makes me want to puke. Feel that every time I see Flapjack. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, send us an email, and if there's a animation style, and you have examples of said animation style that make you fucking cringe. All and, of us will watch it. And make you want to shut that shit off immediately and never see it again in your life. Um. Yeah. Send us that. Let us know. Let us know, and we'll we'll all go look at it. We'll all go look at it, and we'll all give our feelings on it for you, our dearest listeners. Dearest listeners, thank you dearest for tuning sweet in. Peas. Dearest sweet peace, thank you for tuning in for the twelfth episode of the Sweet Peaceful. I hope you uh, had some laughs. I hope you had some good introspective times <laughs> uh, help you learn something about, about us and about yourselves hope you learned something about <laughs> yourselves this in this past hour hope you had some serious serious reflection after hearing this episode i hope this episode's gonna end and you're gonna look yourself in the mirror and you're like i need to make some positive changes in my life and you know what yeah you know what tonight or today today's the day you're gonna get up and be like you know what I'm gonna start the time is I'm now. I'm gonna start doing the shit I want to do. I'm gonna, start I'm, drinking, gonna... I'm gonna start drinking ten glasses of water a day. Ten glasses. Ten glasses. Ten glasses. Remember to stay Could hydrated, folks. It's summertime, mouth. and it's hot. Stay hydrated. But if you are drinking a lot of water, don't forget to replenish all of your salts and minerals. <laughs> this, has been, this has been the Sweet Peaceful episode twelve. See y'all next week.